Welcome, everyone, to the Courageous Truth Podcast. As always, I am honored that you have chosen to spend a little bit of time with me today. I'm actually on the side of the highway waiting for a meeting up with someone out here to do a little bit of work. And I uh, thought I'd record this video. So if you hear a highway noise in the background, that's why. But I've been perturbed today, a little bit fired up, I guess you could po possibly say. Um, some people that we know have been caught up in the web of this January 6th uh, fiasco. I don't know any other better way to put it. But I have been just more and more upset and almost angry at where our nation is headed. We have moved into a police state, an FBI-driven, biased, silence the dissident type of country. We are no longer a free country. You are no longer allowed to have your own thoughts. If you have your own thoughts or opinions, you will be canceled, you will be silenced, and in many cases, you will be jailed. I want to talk about a NBA player named Kyrie Irving. Great ball player. Made the game-winning shot in Game 7 of the 2016 NBA Finals. Amazing basketball player. I don't know him personally, but from his track record, a very community-involved gentleman. He has been blackballed. He has been maligned. He has been smeared in the media and in the court of public opinion because of his apparent viewing of a documentary that was placed on Amazon. You can go find it today. From Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up Black America. It is on Amazon. Apparently, he watched it and he put a link to that documentary on his, I think it was his Twitter account. And apparently someone somewhere decided that that documentary was anti-Semitic, which in the real term means hatred and racism towards Jewish people. Apparently that was labeled anti-Semitic and the media came down hard on Kyrie Irving. Now, when the media apparently is one of the most powerful entities in our world today, the media came down on Kyrie Irving. Thus, people who follow the media, mainstream media, began to follow him. The ownership of the New York, or I think it's the, the Brooklyn Nets, excuse me, began to come down on him and pressure him to admit his wrong and issue an apology for his anti-Semitic statements, take sensitivity training, meet with Jewish leaders around the area. Kyrie Irving refuses because if he agrees, then he admits to his wrong. All he has said is that he linked to a post, which, by the way, is on Amazon. You can find it right now. Why aren't you coming after Amazon? I don't know. Shouldn't you come after the source instead of coming after some guy who thought it was interesting and thought-provoking? Like, I, I, I guess you're not allowed to have thoughts anymore. I thought you were, but apparently you're not. Allowed to think anything other than the mainstream narrative. And now he is being canceled. He is being suspended without pay. And he is going to suffer the consequences of not 
conforming to the mainstream narrative. And with that, today, I, I'm not going to mention names or situations, but some people we know, and I'm sure no matter where you are in the nation, you know someone who has been linked to the supposed riots and what the left is calling an insurrection that rivals 9-11, that rivals Pearl Harbor, uh, that happened on January 6th. I have studied, listened to podcasts, listened to interviews. I remember January 6th when it happened. My cousin was down there at the eclipse. I think it's called the eclipse or the ellipse. She was down there, listened to the speech, walked over around the streets of Washington, D.C., and I texted her, is everything okay? Are you okay? And she was like, of course I'm okay. We're just enjoying this beautiful Washington, D.C. day in winter. There is nothing going on. The mainstream media is lying to you. And so what I saw today for the first time, the most intricate video evidence of what was taking place at the Capitol. Now, let me put a disclaimer out before I I go into this. If you go anywhere, whether it be a public building, a government building, uh, a private building, and you cause damage and you break laws, you should be prosecuted based upon the laws that were broken. I think that we all can agree that vandalism and any other kind of thing like that is unacceptable in our society. I don't care if you're right or left or whoever. You can't do that. We support law and order, especially here at the Courageous Truth Podcast. Now, here's what I'm going to say. I have seen video footage of a group of the very beginnings of when these incidences at the Capitol on January 6th took place. Now, the first thing you've got to know is, and I think I said it in my last episode, Donald Trump, President Trump was still speaking because the dude talks forever saying, I'm sorry, I can't listen to his speeches. I, I, I voted for him. I'll vote for him again. But the dude talks too long. Either way, his speech was still going on when these initial incidences took place. Okay. Now, the video footage I saw, I'm going to link this documentary. You can't find it on YouTube. You have to go to Rumble to find it. This documentary that the footage speaks for itself. There are groups of people at the Capitol building, which, by the way, is a public building taxpayer funded. You can go there. You can't vandalize. You can't go in restricted areas without a tour guide, but you're allowed to go there on the front lawn and you can protest. It's an American right. I love it. But there is a video footage that blew my mind today of a group of people, large crowd of people, because most people in America did not want Joe Biden. They didn't want Joe Biden. Who wants Joe Biden? A very small group of people that either are paid off or just in delusion to think that Joe Biden is going to be a good president. There was a group of people behind these police barricades, and they weren't even barricades. They were bike racks, okay, understaffed police. And here's what you got to know. Days before, Donald Trump, President Trump was like, hey, Nancy Pelosi, I can send in the National Guard. She refused. During the time of these incidences, There were requests for more Capitol Police that were denied, okay? So there was a small group of police, but what was happening is people were out in front of the 
the Capitol protesting. And the police were throwing grenades, smoke grenades, and the kind of grenades that explode with rubber bullets into the crowd of unarmed protesters. And so you see all this smoke and you see all this stuff in all these photos and you realize it was the police that began this attack for the most part. Now, there were people who assaulted officers. They should be arrested and go to jail. I don't care what political party you're in. I saw video footage of a man climbing a wall and the police, instead of bringing him over and arresting him, they pushed him off the wall and he fell 20 to 30 feet. That is not how police are trained to do it. Police are trained, you know, to stabilize the situation and then make the arrest and then go from there. That's what they're trained to do. I saw policemen up on the wall with big pellet guns firing into the crowd of people that were just standing there. No wonder there were people getting agitated. No wonder that, like, there is the, the term inciting a riot is an actual thing. It's actually a thing. You get a mob riled up and emotions are going to lead. That doesn't excuse their behavior if they committed illegal acts, but it's almost like, and you go watch it for yourself on Rumble. It is almost like these policemen had an agenda to stir up a riot. Now we see police. We saw a man that is guilty. He ran up and he kicked a police officer. The police officer then sprayed him with mace as he should, but then he didn't stop there and handcuff the man and place him in custody. He began to take his mace and spray everyone around him. He was not being attacked. He was not under attack. So it is infuriating now to see all these things that are coming out. The truth of January 6th is unbelievably obvious to anybody who wants to do half a minute's worth of research. What they're telling you in the White House what they're telling you in the media is a complete lie. They're saying police officers were killed. It is untrue. They're saying a police officer was killed with a fire extinguisher. That is a full-out lie. The police officer did die, but he died January 7th or 8th of natural causes, like a, a stroke. They're saying all these police officers were beaten to death. It is untrue. The next thing that blows my mind is the death of Ashley Babbitt. If you, they show a little clip that make it looks like Abby, Ashley Babbitt kicked in a window, jumped through a window, and was going to attack police. That is not even close to the case. If you look at the full frame footage, which, by the way, in parentheses, there is 14,000 hours of footage from the Capitol building that day that no one can seem to find. I believe that's being hidden from people. Anyway, back to Ashley Babbitt. You watch the full frame. Ashley Babbitt broke no windows. It was another dude standing right next to her, which police have her this man's name and his face. He wasn't wearing a mask. And yet nothing's being done. There are police SWAT team agents behind Ashley Babbitt and that crowd that just stand and watch this man break the window to the speaker's chambers. And Ashley Babbitt, you can see her saying, why aren't you doing anything to the police? 
Why aren't you doing anything? Why, why was she up there? Who knows? Should she have been there? Probably not. But it is not an offense punishable by death. And you see the officer come out with his gun, take two, three steps toward Ashley Babbitt, and shoot her from about six feet away. And she falls down and has died. And this police officer shoots her and then disappears. He doesn't go and, and handcuff her like he's supposed to. He shoots her and then runs away. And behind him, there's another agent out with guns. Okay? None of these protesters have weapons. The only people with weapons in there is the SWAT team right behind the group of protesters of about 30 or 40. We have a mess. We have a convoluted incident. It is terrible. But I'm going to link down to this documentary, and I want you to go and watch it. It's on Rumble. you got to download Rumble. YouTube won't show it because it tells the truth. It's very, very important that right now, especially as we come into midterm elections tomorrow, I'm, I'm, I'm recording this on Monday. It's the 7th. We come into midterms tomorrow, and we're going to enter into a very, very intense presidential campaign. Donald Trump will run for 2024. If they, were, they tried so hard to get him out of office, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in, in a minute. They want him out of office because they want to run the show, and they want to run your lives, and they want to be communists and socialists and totalitarians. They want ultimate power, and Donald Trump stands for the people. I don't like his personality. Who cares? What do you care about his personality? You don't have to have lunch with him. Let his personality be what it is. But he represents a threat to ultimate power that these people want. So anyway, with all that being said, you know, January 6th, if, I, don't, I know people listen from all over the country. January 6th hits close to home, doesn't it? For a lot of people, know people who are under arrest and under investigation that have been unbelievably abused by the police state. And what I will say is this, if you're out there and you're li listening and you know someone who has been arrested or is un in under investigation, do not abandon them. I understand that you're powerless, like I'm powerless, to do anything, to change any result, but we will not abandon those who are charged on that date. We will not abandon them. We will stand with them. We will stand with their families. We will stand with anybody who is falsely accused. And that's up to us to discern what the real accusation is. So anyway, I want to jump back into, uh, I want to kind of transition right now and some thoughts on Donald Trump that I, I was kind of uh, ranting a little bit, but I think it's valuable. So now thinking about this, I want to take a quick break. Then I want to jump back into the rest of this episode. Thank you for staying tuned. Be right back. Thank you for tuning in to the Courageous Truth Podcast. We live in a world that is in desperate need of courage and in desperate need of truth. Our prayer is that this podcast will equip and inspire you to live courageously for your family, your community, your God, and for your country. Be courageous in your stand for truth in a world that is completely abandoned. See you next time right here at the Courageous Truth Podcast. Remember, truth requires courage.